Hello, hello, and welcome to the Feminine Magnetism Podcast with your host, me, Hawaii. So, so happy to have you joining in into this space where we talk about all things intuition, alignment, and pleasure power. All the episodes that you're about to listen to are completely unplanned, unedited, and divinely channeled live streams converted into audio for you. So that means that they are a little messy and imperfectly perfect, just as is the magic of the feminine. Hope you enjoy. So what came to me today, and I briefly talked about this in my story on Instagram, but I want to dive in a little bit further on the feeling of not enough versus the feeling of not a match. And this is such an important part of your journey, whether it's your own personal growth journey, your journey to finding love, your journey to being in your purpose and getting to the right career, all of that. These feelings of not enough will always show up. And that's where the the essence of the feminine. So she is constantly living in the loop of like, I'm not enough. I'm not loved enough. I'm not lovable enough. Like I need to be more. The masculine is living in the the loop of like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not winning enough. I'm not performing as high as I should be. So it's all in the doing. She's in the being. She's afraid that her essence is not enough. And so this is the, the reoccurring limiting belief that a lot of us who are in our feminine, who identify with the feminine, will experience in, in every area of life. I'm not enough. And it shows up in different ways, but it comes back to this core limiting belief of I'm not enough. I, as an essence of who I am, I'm not enough. And so we'll be presented with experiences in our life that can trigger that limiting belief. And when I was first starting out coaching, this showed up a lot for me that anytime like a client would say, you know, I'm not in the financial place to invest in this, or I don't feel ready, or this is not something I want, I would take it personally. Like it literally had to do with me that, wow, I must suck as a coach. I must not have much to offer. I must clearly be doing something wrong. That this person doesn't feel the desire and and doesn't feel like this is a yes rather than recognizing and this is where I'm at now of this exchange that both of us will feel the yes when it's a yes because that is how perfect match and attraction works in this universe I will feel the yes as much as the person in front of me feels the yes versus you know compared to like in the past it was like oh why is it not a yes? It needs to be a yes. It's the scarcity that it comes from. That if this person doesn't say yes to me, I don't feel good about myself. I need experiences in my life to feed back into my self-worth. Rather than me feeling and owning my worth and then seeing how the experiences mirror that right back. So it's this opposite um, mental structure, this mindset that we have thinking that if it's it's so much more challenging or we, we crave when we're not when we're in the process and we're still discovering ourselves we crave to have people outside give us that validation but until we feel it and we can own it and work it it does not show up for us in our external world 
And so I had somebody today who something crazy happened with our schedule. And I, I'm usually pretty good about marking things onto my calendar, but I had just not marked our meeting for um, for today. We had a meeting at noon and it just didn't work out. I didn't put it on there. She messaged me saying, hey, where are you? <laughs> Why are we not meeting? Um, and this is was a shock. I was like, well, this never happens. I'm usually so good about this. Why did I miss this meeting? But in the time that I reached back out to reschedule, she had an old coach who she had done a retreat with before reach out to her. She said, hey, you know, I, I really feel called to working with her and we've had this experience before and just somehow in the time that you didn't get back to me, she reached out. And so normally that would have been so triggering. Like, wow, like I, I should have been more organized. I should have been more on top of it. I should have been a better coach to make her, to make her want me over this other person. I feel not chosen. I feel rejected. I would have taken this situation personally. But the reason I wanted to come on here and share this is because this is such a beautiful experience to be at, a beautiful place to be in personally where this happened. And I genuinely wish her like, wow, how cool. Like, you know, you found the person that was meant for you. There's something within that coach that is meant for you, that you guys are destined to be together. This mix-up happened today. And it's just kind of cool to feel into that, that I don't feel any less than. It has no reflection on me and my performance and what I have to offer. It's just the universe saving us and diverting both of us from something that was probably not a match at this time. And maybe down the line it will be. But in this moment, there's something else that's a much more rich, much more of depth, much more of a soul connection somewhere else with her. And that also opens me up equally, knowing that equally, that any time that we, we experience a no, we're actually opening the way for the yes. So if there's something kind of like wishy-washy that is, is still existing and we're forcing it, we're forcing it to stay, it's like, I, I want this so bad. This has to work. This has to work. You're actually allowing this iffy eh, thing to take up space in your vortex. This is how much space you have. If you're allowing this to stay, you are in resistance to what is in your highest potential. So by allowing that to fall off, welcoming the no, saying I'm, I'm in full acceptance of the no's. I allow the no's to show up into my life. I allow things to leave my life. Because when things leave, that opens the door, that opens energetic space for what is a full yes. The truth that your soul is craving is finally magnetized when you get rid of what is not in alignment. And that's so okay. So being okay with things that are not meant to be opens up way for exactly what is. Um, so this is a really cool place to be in and whether this happens with your relationships, if you're dating somebody and you experience what feels like rejection, feels like I am clearly not good enough. I am not able to make you happy enough, not able to give you enough. We really take these things personally when in reality, there's something between our vibrations that is not a match. 
And by allowing it and surrendering and letting that go, we are finally opening up space in our energetic field for what is a match. So your no's are actually bringing you closer to the yes, to the yes that you didn't know you needed, that you didn't know you wanted. So that's just my little share for today. Just felt good to kind of express that, to kind of take note of where I am in my journey and what it feels like to be at a place of, this has nothing to do with me as a person. It has nothing to do with my worth and everything to do with alignment in this universe. Um, so yeah, drop in the comments if you've experienced this before, if you've had someone that you've dated or a job opportunity or um, a life path that just didn't work out, that like felt like rejection, it felt like such a big no in the moment. But maybe it did lead you to something bigger. And so it's just, uh, allowing yourself to validate all those experiences. If you can look back on all the moments that felt like rejection or, or a moment of rejection that really stung, what did that feel like? What did that moment feel like that felt like, ah, oh, I need to what? What were some of the limiting beliefs that came, around, came up around this moment of rejection? I'm not pretty enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not social enough, or I need to do this, I need to do more of that, I need to be more of this. What were the limiting beliefs that were triggered around that rejection? And then noticing what happened afterwards. Once you surrendered and said, that is not mine, it was never mine, I release it, what came through? And oftentimes it's in this like deep vulnerability of just like, the hurt, surrendering to like, oh, this, this kind of hurts, but I have this knowing, I have this trust, I have this confidence. Can you hold the hurt and the confidence together equally? Like, ooh, this stings, but also I know. Those are the moments when we attract all the things that we desire. And once you are able to get past that, that threshold of like, you know, there's one layer of just feeling the hurt, like, wow, I'm, I suck. <laughs> and then we move into phase two where you can feel like, ugh, this stings, this hurts. I can feel the emotions, but also I have this knowing. They are equal parts. They both exist within you. That's the second stage. And the last stage is a full trust that that was never mine. I'm getting closer to what is mine. Thank you, universe, for allowing me to release what is not mine, what was never mine. So these are the three stages that we go through in moving through rejection and understanding ourselves through rejection. And so notice, you know, the last time that you experienced rejection, what stage were you in? What, what types of emotions, limiting beliefs came up for you? Um, and what happened afterwards? If you can log these experiences and recognize how you were able to move through them, what limiting beliefs came up, how maybe they left you or maybe they continue to exist, um, you can start to understand it and really mentally log and change the brain wiring that says rejection is hurting me, that no's are hurting me and switch it to my no's are bringing me to my yes. 
Um, so do this practice on your own and see what comes through, see how that feels, acknowledge the past, um, and allow yourself to be more receptive to the no's in the future.